This week on The Uncommon Truth, we're talking about discipleship and the teaching of follow me as I follow Christ. Stay tuned. You are listening to The Uncommon Truth, a podcast produced by the Father's House Church of Orville where we discuss Christianity the way Jesus meant it to be. The Uncommon Truth is available anywhere podcasts can be found, so make sure you subscribe, leave a rating, a review, and let us know what you think so that more people can get involved with the conversations about Christianity the way Jesus meant it to be. All right, we're here for The Uncommon Truth. This is episode 63. My name is Max. and 63? I'm with, I'm with uh, I know. That I'm was with, what Steve was yesterday. Yeah. I'm with Steve and Vicky Orsillo, and happy birthday, happy Steve. Happy birthday, Steve. Oh, thank so, you. Uh, thank you. Thank it you. is your birthday. It's your 64th birthday. 64th. It is. And so, uh, Vicky and I have something for you. Here we go. It's all cooked up. I don't know how this will work, but... When I get older, losing my head. Rude. Years from now. Today. You gotta sing too, Vicky. Be sending me a Valentine. She's not singing. Greetings, bottle of wine. If I'd been out till a quarter to three, would you lock the door? Will you still need me? Will you still feed me? When I'm 64, bum bum bum. That's. I tried to get my. I tried to get my harmonica in, uh, but I didn't have the right key. So he's 64. Kind of hard to sing a song and play the harmonica. <laughs> well, I thought Vicky really was going to be singing. We well, had I didn't it all. Know the words. I thought it was going to be like. Get you it. sent me the words like two like hours ago. The bouncing ball, you know, like the you know. Oh, you were you were going to be the one. I sent him the lyrics. Isn't that nice? So I. I um I actually forethought yeah. about your birthday. He she said She's we're really gonna surprise him by singing this together, <laughs> and then I just <laughs> I just sang She's it. She's so good at Separately it. Separately and together. She's so good <laughs> at it. I am so bad at birthdays. <laughs> That's amazing. And so then we were talking sad. before we hit record about uh, Vicky. So Vicky doesn't have Facebook, but she wished you a happy birthday. From on your my Facebook, from your own Facebook. So it was nice. really me saying it to me in writing. Yeah. How great you are! That's not narcissistic yeah. at no, all. I was, I was thinking really highly of myself this morning. I'm not sure I did it. <laughs> yeah, it was all him. It was all him. <laughs> you gotta go back. He was feeling so if bad. If you're friends about with being Steve 64, on Facebook, check back. Check out his timeline today, or well, it, well, it would be a seven days from now. I'm or excited. Four days from now. Whatever. I'm yeah. excited to get to 65, and then I kind of just want to stay 65. Because of Medi-Cal? Yeah. I'm on Medicare. Yeah, get off this crazy Obamacare stuff. <laughs> okay. It's crazy. Um, okay. He said matter of factly. As he said matter of factly. So we, this is what happens. <laughs> we we record the podcast after lunch, and Steve and Vicky today went to lunch together. I took him to lunch for his birthday. Uh, and then she posted about it on his Facebook. But <laughs> we, uh, they come in with their their arguments about arguments, the English language. Arguments. Not really an argument, but anyway, we have to say who was who was on time and who who wasn't. Okay. And I have to say, actually. Uh, both of you were early because right. we said 115 we and it's not quite even 115 yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Vicky was first. That's so. right. And Vicky was also. Matter of factly. Right. Oh, we, it was in the We dictionary. had a discussion at lunch. At, we, were, <laughs> we were literally sitting in the parking lot of Denny's because in the COVID land, that's where you eat <laughs> that's now. Where you <laughs> it is a parking took lot you to of the restaurants. Parking lot of Denny's. And I took my husband out for lunch with our beautiful niece, Jamie. And I said to him something, and I used the word matter-of-factly. Matter mm -hmm. And he looked at me, and he just started giggling. 
because he thinks he's probably the smartest man in the world. That's part of your your your. This outfit. is it's still his birthday, right? <laughs> yeah. I think you think I'm the anyway, smartest man. Anyway, anyway, he looked at me. What'd you say, honey? I don't remember. No, you do. No, I don't. No, you do. I just said that. That's not how that word's used. And I can't believe. I don't even think it's a word. That you, the way you it's speak. It's as a matter of fact. No. And so he said, that's not, I said, no, matter of factly is a word. He said, no, it's not. So, of course, what do we do? What does every couple do? You Google they it. They Googled it. So um, I Googled it, and he said, I showed him a dictionary reference. He said, no, that's not tri- That's not accurate. So then I showed him the Cambridge Dictionary, which isn't that where Sarah's from, Cambridge? Yep. Mm-hmm. Our and friend Sarah he disputed that one too. Okay. Even even in the in the in the um, ex- examples yeah. of she said it matter of factly. You know what I think you should do? I think you should use that word everywhere you I go. I am going to. Yeah, I think you, you know should. me. No, I, will. I really do. Because <laughs> when you use that word, use that. the word matter of factly all over the place. I will. Yeah, and I will. I like that. <laughs> You know, and it's really good. Today's a really good. That's good. She feels so good feel when so she's good. It's right. My, it's I'm a birthday wrong. present for me. It, yeah, it's a birthday present. Is it for my her. birthday yeah, already? So far, all he's gotten was me singing the Beatles to him off tune, <laughs> yeah. and you telling him he's he's wrong. wrong. He's just and not as right birthday. as you. You know, she's she's this right, and I'm this wrong. Look at my face. So I'm seldom. so excited. Look at my face. It's I'm so, so seldom excited. that it's just such a banner day. <laughs> it really for is. He's my birthday is a banner day for Vicky because I was wrong. A or maybe I, or maybe I just wasn't as right as I usually a spectologist. am. Yeah, that goes back yes. to our uh, Vicky's very good at taking the log out of her own eye because she gets super excited about getting specs. Okay, out so of she's others. not good about taking the log out of her own eye. No, she's, she's get, good she, at I taking the. She already, out of her she already got the log out. So because she was motivated by mm. being able to find the specs in others, mm. and she's right. like, I, I'm gonna get this log out of mine so I can. And I batter it with uh, on think, your head. I think that opinion is a matter of. Pers- Perception. It's not matter of factly. Where no, it's, it's mad as a matter of factly. That is not quite accurate. From oh, my vantage point. I hope point. people okay. have fun because we sure are. We are too. We, yeah. we do have a lot of fun. We do. Yeah. I actually watched the uh, Q and A, the questions and answers. Yep. I actually listened to it, and then and I don't know if this is narcissistic, but then I watched this on YouTube, and I was just started giggling. I just was enjoying it again. I just, I, yeah. And I, you know what's weird is that you actually. When there's a question or there's a comment, I'm I'm about ready to say something. It's exactly what I say here. You know, I'm like yeah. the same thought and word is still in the brain. It happens gonna, again. Well, it's it happens weird. again. It's weird when I listen yeah. back if I have to edit something or or try to hear or find a clip for Facebook or something, and I'm like I'm kind of. I'm kind of sitting on the edge of my seat, like, what did they say next? <laughs> I forget because we've done so many, and they. And like you, it's hard to, your brain just sort of goes on autopilot for remembering yeah. things after a certain while. And you're just like, wow, I said that, that sounded pretty smart. Really or wow, good. I said that. And I blocked it from my memory, man, <laughs> that's too bad. In all so, serious, all seriousness though, uh, you know, I did write his timeline birthday wish and he is, it was a blessing. Yeah, he's And phenomenal. that is, you know, what I've gotten, it's only one o'clock mm-hmm. and I have had from all over, even around the world, I've had love poured out. <laughs> love expressed just uh it's from years ago it's hard you know i'm not big on birthdays i don't really my birthday is not a holiday to me Mm -hmm. and but but what it is now because everybody because so many people just they just show love Uh, it's really it's you can't complain about getting loved Mm -hmm. it's pretty cool they say cool things they say uh, it warms the cockles of your heart a cockle Mm -hmm. the cockle of your heart (laughs) yeah 
Yeah. Nice. We might need to get out the Cambridge Dictionary Cock for that one. Let's forget we'll that. And let's, that. let's get on with the subject of... Anyway, happy birthday. <laughs> yes, happy birthday, And I will Steve. still feed you, and I still will need you when, when you're 64. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. I, I think That's you're... That's cool. I, I got a I, whole I, year ahead of me. I, you know what I loved? I loved that I married a much older man than I am. Yeah, and yeah. So now you you don't ever have to look for a much younger woman because... Right, I'm, I robbed here the cradle. I am. I robbed the cradle. There. She's only 62. Okay. You're not for supposed 12 to say more, that, especially on podcasts. For 12 more days. 12 more days. 16. Okay, so well, what are we going to sing for her on her birthday? I'll be gone. She'll be gone. It'll be a podcast by you and him only. Okay. Her birthday present is that I'll yeah. send her away. Okay. <laughs> or yours. <laughs> or did she give that to you for your birthday today? <laughs> no, I gave it to her. Yeah, that was so sweet. So you've been here for a long years. time. It's, um, yeah. We were here when it started. Yeah. You guys, I think literally. you had something to do with it literally. starting. And... Um, so you've Here's been here going. for a long time, and I'm, I was thinking back to when I first visited, trying to think about, about my first thoughts. Uh, we came for a wedding, and then we ended up coming to church. We had plans, but it rained, and so we, we thought we'd be good, and we'd come to church that day instead of going to visit the, the big trees. It's amazing. And what I noticed first, and actually I noticed it all that week as everybody got together uh, to make this wedding, wedding go off for this couple, um, I noticed how much like what I was reading in the book of Acts, wow. the father's house was. And that's not to really like toot our own horn, but it's more, it's more like, wow, there's a lot of things, like there's a really good community here that's working together. So I noticed that. And in the year sort of intervening after I left, I was asking myself kind of why, why would it be the fact or the case, matter of factly, that the, the father's house church was very much like the book of Acts church. And one of the things that I kept hearing in sermons and uh, and thinking about was was the teaching that you teach that says uh, follow me as I follow Christ, yeah, right? right? And so I, I, I kind of wanted to dig into that today on your 64th birthday because you you two are the leaders of the Father's House Church. It kind of Jesus was the one who called you guys to yeah. start it, and so I want to know what that means. What do you mean by follow me as I follow Christ? What I mean is that I believe that God has called me to lead people to him. And so I ask people to look at my life, look closely, dissect my life. You know, and if you find that I have something you want, like I quite often ask, what do you want? And the answers will be, I want to have a marriage like yours. I want to be a businessman. I want to do these things that they have mostly failed at ever even coming close, coming close or even the big, they've never even come close to the start line on any of their things they would like want. Mm -hmm. Never uh, learned how to love a woman. Never, if they had kids, it would be a disaster. A lot of them do have kids and it is a disaster. A lot of them have a lot of road behind them of failure. And so I just say, follow me. I know the way. Do you, do you looked at my life? You think you want to have your kids, you know, love you like mine love me. You want a business, successful business. You want to have the mind of Christ and be able to have him lead your business or lead your job and work for him. And anything you find in me that is positive and good, follow me and I'll show you how. And it's based on the idea that if you want to be a carpenter, you learn from a carpenter. Okay. You want to be an electrician, you learn from an electrician. You want to be a brain surgeon, you don't learn from me. You better go learn from the people who do that. Mm -hmm. And you want to find a good one. Do you want to be a good one? Yes. Yeah. Then learn from a good one. And what you do in every sense of the world, you want to be a mechanic, 
you actually cannot go to school and come out a mechanic. You come out with a certificate, but then you got to walk alongside mechanics mm -hmm. who have all the nuances, all the, well, sometimes that works, but there's also this. And they've learned all of those things, and you learn from a mechanic. Well, suddenly Christianity, everybody says, I need no man to tell me what to do. The Holy Spirit leads me. Mm -hmm. And we have this incredible mess of Christianity that the world doesn't want. We're non-essential. We don't, we don't inspire them to come to Jesus. We're in the middle of the greatest crisis of American history with riots in our streets. COVID-19 shut everything down and people are not running to the church. Mm -hmm. They are running to their masks and they're locking themselves in. And they're doing exactly what the government will save us is what they're doing. Not Jesus will save us. Yeah. So when people come to the church, I want them to say, see something and say, I want to walk alongside of you because I want to be a Christian and you are a Christian. I want to be taught. I want to be fathered for the first time in my life. And you are a father. Okay, then walk with me. And I'll show you how to be those things. Mm -hmm. So it's follow me as I follow Christ until I can teach you how to follow Christ. And so sometimes the downside to that is every once in a while, like some guy will follow me. And I mean, it, all the dominoes are falling in place. All the cards are stacking in order mm -hmm. their life. They look back and go, Oh my gosh, do you know how screwed up my life was and how bad I did? How many hideous things I did in my life. And now I've got three years following you of just good in my life. But you find out, they never connected to Jesus. Jesus. Mm. They did not do what I taught them in spirit. They only did the physical life of responding this way, system. acting yeah. this way. They learned a system and they did time. And it really works. Christian system works. But the problem with it, if you don't have the spirit baptism, if you don't have the spirit regeneration and made brand new born again experience, then you won't get what the rest of us are getting. You will feel eventually we will keep going further up and farther in and you will eventually be unable to, to attain. Oh, wow. And you'll and you'll say, I'm falling behind and I'm confused and I don't know why I'm falling behind. And the reason is you have not had that heart experience that we while following us, we told you about it. So follow me as I follow Christ is an imitation to learn how to walk the walk. But it's also a direction on how to find the Holy Spirit and new life in Jesus Christ and be born again. And most of the time people get that. But every once in a while we get someone who's just trying to punch the, the holes, uh, check the boxes mm -hmm. and do the time. And they you ask them, do you like who you are today? Oh, my gosh, I like who I am. Did you like who you were before? No. So following us has done this. And they get to the point where we ha they have to have that born-again experience. Mm -hmm. And so follow me as I follow Christ is not successful just getting people out of drugs and dysfunction and terrible selfish thinking. It's, it's only successful if that happens and born-again Christianity happens where the Holy Spirit becomes their, their Lord and mm -hmm. their master. Uh, and, and they begin to understand the, the revelation of the teaching of Jesus Christ begins to, the veil is taken away. They begin, it becomes clear to their eyes and their mind. And they literally have the mind of Christ. But when they don't have that, all they've done is learned a trade, a trade of how to live a way that is successful and has joy and maybe has a little peace and, and maybe some self-control. But there's always that need to pull them into the Holy Spirit to make him their Lord. 
you kind of you kind of their father the, the father that holds the hand across the street mm -hmm. yeah. but what happens if your kid gets to be 25 and still has to have their hand held across the street you know something's wrong yeah you did not make them independent and that's kind of follow me as i follow christ has the same intention as parenting that you teach them to be independent christians who can go to the lord for their needs mm -hmm. who can hear his voice who can lay down their life for others is the big call of jesus christ so they can they can become selfless and that's where the that's where follow me as i follow christ should that's the philosophy that's the goal that's the goal that's how it works around here and when people say how do you have all these people and everywhere i go we send crews out we send teams out we do they say how Every person on your team says the same things, loves the same things, lives the same way. And they all are so full of joy and life and they love giving. Mm -hmm. And you say, they say, this is the, the next question. How do you do that? And, and I say, follow me as I follow Christ. The number one thing people get mad at me about, I mean, people hate about my teaching is follow me as I follow Christ. That is, you know, they just, yeah. I can't handle that. And they, and they, they rise up and it's like, but you just asked me first off, you noticed without knowing you noticed this rich, incredible character in these sons and daughters of ours that grew up in this sacrificial, I give for the purpose of giving. And I am surrounded by billowing blessings of grace and mercy. And it just, the more, the more I serve and the more I give, the more I feel like the more I have. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I just, the blessings just keep coming. The hits just keep coming. And yet I'm not doing it to receive the blessings. I'm doing it to serve the Lord. And it just, and that, and so they notice that. Then they ask you how, and you tell them, I have to be a man that they can examine. That means I have to abstain from the things I want. I have to I have to be upright and as plumb as I can be to show them the right way to go. And that's my responsibility. I might have some freedoms, but I can't employ them because it would hurt them. Mm -hmm. They need to see me standing tall. Then they need to decide, I want to be a man who stands tall too. Yeah. I want to be a man who others can, others who are sinking, others who are drowning, others who are dying, can reach up from their quicksand, from their muck and their mire, and grab your hand, and you can pull. You you know you're not pulling me in. I'm pulling you out. Yeah. And that's really who what I'm calling these young people to be. And they're not all young. They're all they're all forty and thirty, and so I'm calling these people to be people who can't be pulled into the muck but are, are standing right next to the muck right where the sinners and tax collectors and prostitutes live it's the sick that need a doctor and you got to get in there with them but not so they can pull you in no it's so you can pull them out okay. you need to know mm -hmm. who you are and that's the purpose and philosophy okay. behind follow me as i follow christ and then the next one listen to jesus is i mean that it's just it's just further up and farther in but the basic balance is you come here you have, a, you have a six month period where you can learn to decide. You can look at us, me and Vicki, and say, I want what you have, or say, you know, I, I hear a different call or I see a different play, and, they, and they, they wander to somewhere else. But the ones that stay get this, this blessing, and then someone, and, and invariably, I don't know, a week goes by, this doesn't happen, where someone says, I can't believe your team, your people. There's so many. How do you do this? Or what we're able to accomplish. Uh, what we're, yeah, they, 
mostly it's the the accomplishment shows you the people. Mm-hmm. They go, look what they do. And I mean, so I got down to get to know them and I asked their stories. It's amazing. They're always saying that. Yeah. Last Sunday at lunch, it, this is what won these people to us was they met some of our people and asked them questions. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wow, so why is your people so different than where I used to go to church? Yeah. Did they practice follow me as I follow Christ and try to tell you that as a man in the Christian church, you're responsible for your neighbor, you are your brother's keeper, that how you live as an example to others to teach them not mechanics, not framing, not electricity, no, not brain surgery, not any of those things. You're trying to teach them discipleship. And so are you willing to stand up as an example and say, look at me, examine me, and then follow me. I don't know everything. In fact, I might not even know very much. But what I do know, I'll show you as we both Mm -hmm. go forward learning together. And I'll take you so far. But you have to be able to transfer your allegiance from me to him. You have to have a relationship with him where you you now can cross the street without me holding your hand. You now can decipher your ABCs without me reminding you. Now, what does an R sound like? We all do that with our children, but what if, uh, what if our university child saying, I, I don't remember what an R sounds like? I mean, there's something wrong. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're doing in Christianity today because we do not want to tell anyone anything. And so I, I hope I answered the question of the philosophy of follow me as I follow Christ at the same time as the objection people have and the absolute necessity that every Christian person who becomes an adult Christian, if you have growing to even adolescent Christianity, you must begin to look at those who are further down the staircase, further down and further out. Hey, would you like to get up here on this level? Would Mm -hmm. you like to get deeper with the Lord? Then come and follow me. I'll show you the way. I've already been on your steps. I've already been up your path. I've already, I've already experienced these things. Let me teach you how these things, let me hold your hand across the street until you become a man or a woman who can cross the street on your own. Mm -hmm and teach them how to be adults. We raised our kids to be parents. We raised our kids to be pastors, not to stay kids, not to stay under us. Yeah. No, we raised them to fly, baby. Yeah, so, that's the that's the thing with me as a as a father. I kind of part of me wants them to stay in that stage where they say the cute thing, you know, they Oh yeah. they I'm say uh, Jovi says hilarious yeah. instead of hilarious, Hilar- so Aww. hilarious with an f. Yeah. Oh, oh that's just hilarious. Aww. And and she's now in uh, I think because she's really good friends with your granddaughter, Dominica, who says literally all the time. And so jo- Jovi comes and she'll be like, Dad, you're literally hilarious. I, and I want her to stay that. Oh, yeah. But I also, you know, like you if she was saying her. that when she was, you know, eight, 34. nine years old, yeah. 34. Oh, yeah. I had such a hard time getting people to quit correcting my children. <laughs> They're going to learn how to say it. Quit correcting them. I want this it's to last even yeah, another exactly. day. It's exactly. Give me another day of hilarious because yeah. they're going to learn. Yeah. They, they, they sing that song. Um, uh, uh, oh, no, you never let go. Yeah. But she says yet go. She still says yet. Um, but then last week at chapel, she switched to let. And I just oh. a little bit like, oh, man. Oh. But I recorded on my, my <laughs> audio <laughs> notes on my phone so I can go back and listen oh, to them. That's a, that's a little bit of an aside. Yeah, boy, we went away far. But what I was hearing from that is there's, there's two things. What most people I think here are is the, oh, no, I have to follow somebody else, which is kind of like against the grain in our culture today. Yeah. But what you're really saying is, the responsibility is on the leader yeah. to be a leader that's worth following. Mm-hmm. And then it's not that 
it's not that hard to follow no. because it's not like it's really hard work for my daughter to follow me. She wants to follow me. Right. She wants to she learn what I way. know. She wants to learn what my wife knows, right? Yeah, yeah, a good portion of the people that follow me, I mean, many of them do have fathers, but many of them never had fathers. Mm -hmm. And it's like I say, I wish I'd have been there when you were little, but I wasn't. And you still have to learn these things. You still have to learn how to be fathered so that you're not an orphan. How do you know? How do you make God your father? Jesus preached, make God your father. I mean, oh, in, in 50 different ways. Make God your When you pray, say, our father who art in heaven. Make God your father. Well, how do you make God your father when you've never had one? You don't even know what that is. I mean, you, you look and you go, well, is he like the president? I make him my president. No, make him your father. Well, yeah, he's like this boss I had that used to yell at me. Is he like that? Or he's like the principal at school. Mm. No, he's like a father. And you got to father people. And so the success of the Father's House Church is Vicki and I father and mother people. As we say, follow me as I follow Christ. Mm. Imitate me as I imitate Christ. I will be in front of you and I won't let you down. Mm. And that's really the key is that what you just said, the real calling is to the leader. But others have to choose to follow. Yeah. And there's no way around that. I don't, I don't you go all through Christianity. That is 100% always been the message until this last century mm -hmm. yes my love <laughs> um i think it's really it's i think as, as i was listening to you i think in christianity i think when we start off as a baby christian i think all of us have a desire to follow but i think the road is littered with many pastors who have not led yeah who've been very flawed individuals and yes. more flawed individuals as well but um i believe you put it all in the basket and you you try it and you get hurt and then you never try it again mm. so it's twofold right the problem's twofold is the leader is not leading like you said and the followers not following which he, they never become a leader to lead the people that they're behind them so it just kind of litters the road with broken relationships and people saying i follow no man i follow just G jesus or mm -hmm. you know i just read the bible myself or um i think that's a real tragedy uh with the um, heartbreak and the choices that some of the leaders have made that have not taken their vows before the people they lead seriously. Um, we, we, Steve and I take our, our vows very seriously. We never want to be the reason someone um, isn't walking with Jesus is because they saw us doing something. Now, you know, not to say that that hasn't happened, but we really don't shoot, ever try to shoot at that. Like, you know, oftentimes, and this is probably a real... Um, uh, just a red, just like a red flag, or you know. Uh, but in Christianity, we often hear that you know we can do whatever we want to do. Mm. Well, you know, I, I read Jesus, and it says, "Avoid the appearance of evil." Or you know, if it causes your brother to stumble, why does your liberty cause your brother to stumble? Um, can we can we drink alcohol? Yeah, we can. I don't have a problem with alcohol. However, you might, mm. or the person next to you might. That's right. So we won't do it. We'll lay down our liberties so that you might have a chance of being saved. So in 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 2020 Christianity, like that's a hot topic right now. Yeah. Is 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 Christians and drinking? Is you're still a Christian if you drink? I think you're still a Christian if you drink. However, when you celebrate that and put it out there, it's the most damaging thing. In it's the most damaging drug on the planet. Mm -hmm. You know, Steve will often say, you know, in in a crowd, how many people have not been affected by um, alcohol? And there might in be a six. negative way. In a yeah. There might be six or seven that haven't out of 250. It's so for us, 
um, we don't want our liberties to cause anyone to stumble. So we'll live out loud. You can, we literally say, you can go under our bed, you can look in our computer, you can mm. go in our closet, because we have nothing to hide. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. we want people not, we want to be genuine and authentic. And yeah, we get angry and, and I yell at Steve or he, you know, or he yells at me or whatever, we get mad at our kids. However, it's never, we never try to intentionally sin. Yeah. We just kind of stumble sometimes and lose our temper or something. But I think, but going back to the first thing, I just really think that when we are first saved and we're on fire for Jesus, I believe that we would, we would follow leaders. But oftentimes I hear stories where it just, there, my the following of the new Christian wasn't honored, yeah. and the the leader wasn't leading. He well, wasn't like saying imitate. They didn't anything. value that young minds and yeah. hearts were yeah. mush. Were uh, following them yeah. and looking at them mm-hmm. as examples to be led towards Jesus Christ. And for and some reason, pe- people judge him because of us, whether we like it or not. They're mm-hmm. going to judge Jesus whether we like it or not. I've never met anyone who had one of those born-again experiences with Jesus that ever judged him. They they judge us. They've never met him. They really don't know him, but they've met us. Mm-hmm. And they don't like him because of us. And um, But it's amazing. They meet him, they like him. They meet us, they don't like him. Yeah. And that's where the most important th- element has left Christianity almost entirely. Very, very small crowd still saying... I will, I will, I will put my freedoms aside because that's what Paul said. Personal we will not employ our freedoms to the damage of anyone else because Paul didn't get to hear Jesus on earth, but obviously he learned so much when Jesus said, "Woe to any man who causes one of these little ones to stumble." stumble. Mm-hmm. And I mean, woe. If I cause a man to stumble because of my freedoms, and he doesn't make it, doesn't make it. Jesus said it'd be better for that man that caused the stumbling if millstone. a millstone were hung around his neck and cast into the sea. I mean, it's like, oh, man, he takes this serious. And it's really important. It's a really important issue. Um, probably the most important issue on, on the board today as far as the church being essential and evangelistic and leading the world to the message of Jesus Christ. I mean, you and I both know this message of love and turning the other cheek and loving your enemy, going the extra mile, this message of Jesus to be filled with oil and, and be at work in the Father's vineyard, this would win the world. This would change the what, world. We'd have the utopia yeah. we, ever, we ever expected. But we won't. We're, but we're not teaching these things. We're not, you know, we're not willing to example these things. Mm-hmm. The world can't see these things because they're too busy seeing us employing our freedoms and declaring our rights and demanding our, our way, you know, that we have a right. We are essential. And the truth is we need to say he's essential. We aren't essential. He's essential. His word is essential. His message is essential. And you must come to Jesus and let me. And if you don't know how, let me show you how. Let me follow mm-hmm. me. I'll, I'll lead you there. That, and that's that's a that's a really. You think about saying that to, to the person next to you. You know, taking taking their life in your hands, basically to follow me as I follow Christ. It's um it's sobering, because yeah. you. It's better that a millstone be put around your neck. Mm-hmm. I mean, and and cast in the sea. Well, you drown. You know, there's no there's no struggle. You just go right to the bottom of the sea. Yeah. You know, and the, I think that I think you know. The church is all of us, and I'm I'm talking to me and everybody in, that's listening. It's employing 
It's employing your, um, giving up your, your rights. Laying down your life. Laying down basically. your life for your, for your brother. No laying greater love that, has yeah. any man than he lay down his life for his brother. And I believe that's mm. what the, chur- the church needs to go through. Follow, and mm. people being bold enough to say, follow me as I follow Christ. So it's I'll not endeavor. just... It's not just, oh, I'll, I'll die for you if it ever comes to Correct. it, but I'll actually live differently. Live My entire that. life will Correct. be different because mm-hmm. you're going to be seeing it. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that before. That That's is the most important part of what Vicky's saying is, I mean, you, oh, can I die for you? I would die for you. It's very seldom you ever, get to, you ever get to prove that. Yeah. Every day you get to prove I will live for you. Mm. I will live yeah. my life for your benefit. Every day we get to say that's someone. I mean, we, we can say, well, I'll die for you every day, but the truth is... Not sure. When we get that chance. Yeah. yeah. How often you get a chance to die for your neighbor. But every day you get a chance to live for your neighbor. Mm. And I think that's, that is so, you know, we've been Christians now 41 and 46 years respectively. And it's it, the, the terrain has changed so much in the world, especially in America. I can speak to America. I imagine all the civilized countries are, are that way. But it's, it's Christianity has become all about me. Yeah. And really, it's not. It's all about them. It's all about the person in front of you, making Jesus famous, living for Gina, Jesus. That's, for my life, it's it's like, that's what I want to be, is is that people would see Jesus when they see me, or they'd see something different, that they'd see some peace that they don't have through this COVID. So follow me follow me as I follow Christ is, is like one of the most important things it is that the world needs to see. Foundational. That, that people would rise up and say that to, to their neighbors, and that leaders would actually do that and that people would actually be able to trust leaders yeah. to be authentic and genuine. That's right. So when you when you guys started the Father's House, was this something? It's like I'm going to I'm going to do this right away. This teaching. Where, where did it come from? How did you start with that? Follow me has always been since the day I was born again. I got that, but the way I employed it was different at the Father's House. So we failed miserably at the church startup. We, you know, the father's house. Yeah, the, the father's house. We charted. We started in youth ministry. I did a really good job of that. Mm-hmm. But in the father's house, we kind of failed miserably, and like wanted to quit, you know, because pastoring's different. Well, it's not different, but it, it feels to me like what the Lord, if I remember correctly, what the Lord led me to was um, this uh, David. I can't think yeah. of his name from Baton Rouge. Yeah preach this message and uh, about if you're not raising up sons and daughters in your ministry, then you will continually be losing your leaders and re constantly reinvigorating your leaders. You're always constantly replacing leaders. It's a revolving door. Because the hireling runs at all kinds of signs of trouble. But the son stays and fills the gap and does whatever's needed to try to make the vineyard successful. Well, I was flying home from that message and... uh, just, I mean, I was alive with that idea, and it felt like the Lord was saying to me, "What do you do? What do you do really well?" And just by name, I said, "I am a natural father to my children." I didn't read a book. I didn't know how. The first baby surprised me. I had no idea love could be like that. So He said, "You're a great father. So why aren't you fathering your church? Why are you trying to be the CEO?" Hmm. As a pastor, you know, pastor, I'm going to run the business. Because you were a successful business owner. I'm so, uh, yeah, I was very successful in business. That's all you knew. But I was running something other than my family, like the business. And so I came home and said, Vicki, this is the revelation. We're great parents. We just naturally fell into it. Just, we did, it just was like natural to us. You're the best mother anyone's ever had. I'm a great dad. 
And this is what he said about if we if we're gonna stay because we're down to two people or something like <laughs> yeah. You know, I wanted was, to go for the was, record. Yeah, it was nine <laughs> people and six of them Take were my, my family. Take my ball and go of. home. Yeah. And I just said if we're gonna stay and we're gonna build this thing, he's saying we need to raise up sons and daughters. Mm. Well, Vicky was excited. She really was. That's it. She was like, that's the, like ding ding ding. That's the key. Yeah. But I said, you realize it takes eighteen years to raise a child. <laughs> And what Take we my need, ball and go home. what we need is we need adult leaders today. Yeah. And yeah, I'm assuming with spiritual growth, we're going to get, we're going to raise children to adults faster than 18 years. But the point of me saying that is it's going to take some time and investment. There's going to be, we're going to invest in someone and they're going to fall. They're going to run away. Mm-hmm. We're going to lose as many orphans. We're going to, they're going to run as orphans until we identify that group of people that have the ability to become sons and daughters. Well, it happened immediately. The first one this young lady named Lisa and just joined our family really. Who is still with us today, 20 years later. (laughs) Is it 20? That's like 18 anyway. You know, and uh, so right then, you know, just amazing. And so it started working with this young orphan named Devin and, and his struggle to become a son. And I would call him a son today. He lives on the East coast, but you know, he still calls Mm -hmm. me pops and, it really happened faster than we expected to find the first two, but we weren't looking for two. We were looking for 20. Yeah. And just had to keep high. breathing through it. We kept having to breathe through it. You don't get to 20 with, unless you get to two first, and mm-hmm. you got to get to three, and then you got to, you know, but I want 20. And it, it really was amazing. This was a, such an incredible group of young people. And then the next group, and then more, and then more, until you have what today, you know, you just have an amazing yeah. thing. You got 24 pastors on staff, yeah. right? And everything here came from that ideal of, I will be a father to everyone. I will behave like a father. I will not behave like a CEO. I will not behave like a spiritual mentor or leader. I will mm-hmm. behave like a father. I will have a, a investment in your morality. You know, like your children, you're, you're invested in them. You want them to, yeah. you want them to, to learn right. And you want, you want to be proud of them. And, you know, and you just Don't looking for reasons. Right. And so you're, you're teaching them morality. You're teaching them how to he, deal with people. You're teaching them all that stuff. And so it's really not up to me to be a father to them. Like comes, will you be my spiritual father? Well, I was the day you walked in the door. Mm-hmm. What we need, what this conversation will trigger is your awareness that you have to be a son. Just like Jesus said, you have to make God your father. And in this case, you have to make me your father so you can learn how to be a child so I can teach you how to make him your father. And that's mm-hmm. the goal, leading him to Jesus. And now I've got these guys. These guys are on fire leaders. They're, they want to go out and win the world for Jesus. Mm-hmm. They want to demonstrate him. They want, they're, they're a lot like me and a lot like Vicky. And what's interesting is, is that now that um, now we're 21 years down the road, and these these men like you and and, and the women like you, 22 years. Actually, women like me. Women like no. Matter of fact, he said. <laughs> that was good. Matter of fact, he's factly, not a woman. Matter of fact. <laughs> okay, go um, ahead. The men and women like me. Yeah. So um, they're doing the same thing. So mm-hmm. now, like, let's for instance, Nick Zeppi is uh, you know almost 30. I think he's 37 or something. But he now has sons that are could be a 50 year old yeah could be a you know a 20 year old but they are now raising these um people behind them the yeah. same multiplication way. well yeah, they've spent like, the time with them they mentored them they've loved them they've seen them through their just absolute stupidity and the generosity that you see exhibited is like you know a mom and dad a healthy mom and dad take care of your needs 
-hmm. know, if you, you know, if you're going somewhere, they give you money. They usually buy dinner for you. They help you with this. They do that, you know. Um, and that's what you see at the Father's House is that many people now, the leaders, the, the pastors, are actually exhibiting all those characteristics to the people behind them. Mm -hmm. And they're living out loud, out loud in front of them. Yeah. And they're saying, go look. You can look in my closet. You can look on, in my computer. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to let you down. Yeah. Yeah, and so then what really happens is your impact is just multiplied Multiply. over. It's like generations, right? With yeah. real, with real families. Like I want, I I like having kids. My kids are uh, four, almost three, like four and a half, almost three, and almost one. And I'm really liking the almost one stage. I didn't really love the uh, screaming through the night no, stage. No. I, and she's I, sleeping I, through the night, right? She is, oh, yeah. And, uh, and this week, I'm the one who I'm teaching her that I can put her to sleep too. Oh, that's so good. So it's um, I, I sing the songs we sing on the podcast. You know, James Taylor and <laughs> Simon and Garfunkel and stuff. And she falls asleep oh. mostly because she wants to end the struggle probably quickly. But I, I love this. I love this phase. The early part is really tough. Yes. Uh, the saying no 30 times to the same thing so that they understand what no means and that that the light switches and the sockets are dangerous. Mm -hmm. That part's not fun, but it's really fun to get get home at the end of the day today and she have three two little girls run to, towards me and one crawl towards me. Mm -hmm. And and what we're we're talking about. Well, people always ask us, you can have more kids, you can have more kids. We're like, we'd like to have lots of grown children. <laughs> You know, at the end of our lives, we want to be surrounded by children yes. that are, you know, because yes. that's why I have a bunch of aunts and uncles. Shreya has a bunch of aunts and uncles, even more than I do. And it's just a big family. But there's a lot of work going through that. And um, there's a lot of work to parenting spiritually and, and physically, especially in a, in a media yeah. media centered world mm -hmm. where yeah, selfish entitlement. Yeah. A selfish Self, and yeah, Danielle was saying something the other day, and I, it, it's fascinating. She said, "What I figured out is people over forty-five do not understand life's not fair because mm -hmm. we—that's what we were raised in. People, you know, you knew that life was. We knew fair. that. You know, yeah. like Steve would say, you know, there would be guys on the basketball or baseball team that would sit for four years and not play one minute. Mm -hmm. And nowadays, we as parents, we'd flip out if our yeah. if we sat for four years. But under forty-five, there's a real entitlement." And in the church, mm -hmm. there's a real entitlement mentality. What can God do for me? Yeah. And it's, no, 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 you're asking the wrong question. What can you do for him? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What do you get to do for him? She said matter-of-factly. Yeah. Or he did. Matter-of-factly. So I think the biggest thing that comes from this is, is following, fo following or follow me as I follow Christ is really let me, let me show you to the Father. Let me father you, mother you, until you're ready to father and mother others. That's right. Correct. And, and it comes out, comes across... The reason it causes people to go bonkers, it comes across as arrogant, mm -hmm. as like, I, I'm more than you or I'm better than you. Why should mm -hmm. I follow and you? And what it really is, is extreme servanthood. I would actually let myself be someone you're dependent on. Because mm -hmm. when you're dependent on me, it costs me. Everything. Yeah. And, and whether you receive or don't receive is kind of like it's on me. Mm -hmm. And so it's not selfish, it's selfless. It is not superiority. It is simply the idea that I'm further ahead than you and I'll show you the way. And so why, that's why we start with look at our life. And is there anything, is there anything you want from us? And then tell me what are your dreams for your life? Mm -hmm. And when they say to have a marriage, to be a good parent, to, you know, do this or that. And they, you know, well, is there any of those things? Is there anyone you know that has those things 
that would, te- that would take the time to teach you. And so when they say you and me and Vicky, it's, listen, I don't want to take the time to teach them those things. That's not my nature. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. We well, you, retire. Well, it's nice that you picked me, but why don't you pick go. someone? Why don't you go find someone else? <laughs> no, see, You're so 64. It, it really is the problem yeah. that people look at it like it's, it's this hierarchy, sit on a throne and oh. kiss my feet and, and kiss my ring. Bring me my lemonade and grapes and wave palm branches at me. And it's nothing like that. Mm -hmm. It's it's like roll up my sleeves in the trenches, get back in the truck in the morning and get out there to help them do what they're doing, help them learn how they learn. And I'm telling you, just just that alone, letting them work alongside of me. um, They just it's just like it's gruesomely difficult. Mm -hmm. And and yet it's phenomenally rewarding, Rewarding. phenomenally Christianity and I don't care what it is setting up the church for church services letting them preach this which you know there's 25 or more that get to preach around here and we're always trying to find them venues to preach in and uh, like I just scheduled two of them to speak in a church in Forest Ranch and you know they just every chance we get we try to push them out there to do what Mm -hmm. we've taught them to practice and and to deliver and find out that they are formidable people that can say to others follow me and they have this accountability with each other that's amazing. It's the, it's the best thing about, I'll expose my heart to you if you're trustworthy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and, I'll, and then they expose their heart and you help them with those things that are still those dark areas because it needs to shine the light on it. And that's the further up and farther in. First we deal with these things, then those things, then your mind. And when we deal with your mind, man, now you're, you're going to soar. You get the crud out of your mind. You get those cobwebs and all that wrong thinking and all that junk out of your mind and change your thinking from its hierarchy. I'm going to become the leader to I'm going to become the servant. My position is going to require me to serve every person, whether I like them or not, whether I want them near around me or not. Yeah. Every person serve them with example, with standing my ground, with being true to my word and teaching them, Mm. correcting them, loving on them spending time with them. I mean, honestly, that's probably why most pastors don't do it because it's, we are not talking about sitting on a throne, having people bring you your lunch. It's standing at a hot stove, cooking their lunch. Well, yeah. And, and, uh, Vicky sent out an email the other day, like, Hey, we love that you guys all treat our house like (laughs) your house, but you keep leaving your stuff there. So why don't you come in and grab your stuff and shut the gate gate on the way out so the dog doesn't run down the yard. Right. Yeah. And it's true, right? And that's you, what a mother does. Every day you've got somebody unannounced at your house like, yeah. hey, I'm, I'm here to go swimming. My daughters go to your pool once a week to go yep. swimming. Yep. Without me, they go with their, their friends. But well, that's why we built it. You want exactly. to spend this money on a pool? No. We could do a lot of vacations for us. Yeah. Yeah, but think of all the life that will happen here mm-hmm. for this pool. Oh, yeah. The life that isn't for us but for them. It's so wonderful. Yeah. <clears throat> that's why we built a pool. So. And it's what – like I think that, that is something that's really, really important. When you say follow me as I follow Christ – it really isn't just a hierarchy, serve me, serve the pastor. It's, it's If you come to the Father's house, you'll see that all the pastors are in the trenches for every event we do. Mm-hmm. And we are actually following the leader of whatever the event is. Steve's actually taking orders from maybe his daughter or from you. You mm-hmm. know, with this podcast, we, we're listening to you, you know. And it really is pouring your life out. And it is a lot of work. And um, I love it. It's so, so rewarding. But yet, it's it is there is a difficultness yeah. to it, and um, I think that's where all the fruit will come. I mean, I just 
I can't believe how blessed we are to be surrounded by the likes of you and your family and the people that we call friends and sons and daughters. It's It really has become quite a family unit at mm-hmm. the Father's House. And, uh, you know, I just want to, if you want to, I guess it would be a good time to plug even School of, Light, School of Transformation Light right yeah. now if they wanted to know more about Follow Me As I Follow Christ. Yeah, so there's... We have our full-time School of Transformation, which is starting at the end of August, August 31st. But we also have School of Transformation Light, which is, there's several modules, but the first module is starting on August 30th. And uh, that's where they cover a lot of this this stuff, um, kind of foundational, what does Jesus say, Christianity. And that's available. It's it's available in person um, when, when we can. That's but right because of COVID land and because we're reaching a lot of people around the world, it's actually an online uh, with webinar, high, high quality, many different wow. cameras, live wow. stream. You, you get to talk to your, your people, everything. Wow. The, same, the same lovely people who bring you the Uncommon Truth podcast, the producers, Luke and Yost, they take care of, of streaming out the uh, School of Transformation light. So if you want any more information on either of those School Easy. of Transformations, you can go to transformationschool.org, or you can send me an email because my email is in here. You can ask me how to get involved. And uh, and if you want to to get more of these conversations to your friends, you you hear this and you're like, oh, I know somebody that needs to listen to this this one, or, or maybe it challenged you and you want to send it to somebody else too, you just go to uncommonpodcast.com and share that with them. It'll take them, whatever phone they're using, it'll take them directly to it. So. And what's cool is that we're in the top 200 of, of podcasts in America. Top and so <laughs> maybe if you guys share it. Religion podcast, and spirituality. Yeah. So it would be cool if we got in the top 100. It would be cool. So if you could share it. For just birthday present. He's 64. He's old. He needs something to put up. I need you to up. share it. Please okay. share it. Share it up. Share it. She'll, she'll jump on your Facebook later and share it as you. Yeah, so. I do. I do. I, like I do it. share that. I like it. Yeah, so. I do. I, hey, thanks for spending so much time with me. This is, uh, if I look back and think of all the hours that I got to just sit down and talk to you, I think I've, uh, I count myself really wow. blessed because even before Vicky jumped in, I was getting... I was getting you uh, an hour a week, and now I get both of you an hour a week, and it's yeah. it's pretty it's yeah. pretty remarkable. I'm way um, better when she's here. <laughs> well, that's why oh, that's we brought awesome. her in. She's right. uh, she she draws out the the but giggles and we're quite so. well, we're quite different, aren't we? She said, and we you know we're blessed. No, honestly, you're, as you're talking. quite different. I'm normal. No, you're abnormal. You're AB normal. I'm AB normal. You're it's just to quite have you to just be quite sitting, different. Shh, I, I'm talking. I know. I heard you. Okay. <laughs> Follow me as I follow Christ. That'd be tough. <laughs> anyway, I just, just, I, I was like actually humming, literally trying to hit a hummingbird. Mute him. Um, <laughs> I was literally thinking how, how much closer I feel with to you, just be sitting here every week, and you guys finally invited me to the show after you know Steve just tanked. Else <laughs> yeah, no. There that you didn't, go. That didn't happen. We were going further up and farther in. Amen. Okay. That's right. Amen. So thank you guys and happy birthday, Steve. And happy we'll birthday, see you guys Steve. Next week. Thank you all very much. Have a great day.